What's up, guys? I'm Chad Broussard. I'm your host, and this is Street Sharp, a hangout spot for entrepreneurs that grind every day, hustle every angle, and end up at the top. Join me while we talk to like-minded individuals and get straight to the point. Hey, buckle up, guys. I'm Chad Broussard, and welcome to Episode 5 of Street Sharp. We're super excited to be back talking to you guys. Um, I have Jess today with me on this lovely Sunday afternoon. Hey, everybody. I'm super excited to be back. It's been a little while. Um, I can't believe we're already on episode five. Yes, more to come. Um, we've had a lot of great feedback uh, with Fabio Passos. Uh, the on ABC, his two episodes. On his two episodes. The first one yeah. is the ABC of financing, and the second one is your personal financing and how do you move ahead with that information. Yes. Um, he's gotten a ton of calls. Um, we've gotten a ton of calls. We have. A lot of people actually enjoy listening to the information that we're putting out. It, the whole season one that we have is just different episodes of, you know, buying a house. What, what does it take to buy a house? And that's why we had Fabio on for two um, episodes, just because there was so much information. And, mm-hmm. you know, the first one was an hour. The second one was around 30 minutes. So it gives people a chance to split it up. Yeah. Uh, we've gotten a lot of feedback on um, Jess's, the second one, why you need a real estate agent. There was yes. a, a, a really, really good feedback, and uh, people enjoyed yeah, that. Yeah, a lot one. of our colleagues, a lot of my colleagues in the business have reached out to me and said they loved listening to that one because I did discuss the importance of using a real estate agent. And of course, what real estate agent doesn't like to hear that? So I got some good feedback on that episode. Yeah, and although we are, we've gotten a ton of downloads on our podcast all the way. Uh, across in different the, countries, it's across the pond. Even we've had cool. really, we we looked at our analytics and who's downloading this and how many people we have in different countries. And so uh, across the pond is good. We're taking baby steps. We're taking but... baby steps. It's good. Um, also, guys, don't forget to subscribe when you listen to the podcast. Subscribe because then you get notifications on when our next podcast comes out. We we do see how many downloads there are, and we're super excited about that. We're going to keep putting out content. Yes, I will say we we are going to. Keep putting out as much as we can, but this actually is going to bring us into the topic we're talking about today is we've been extremely bombarded with, with work. And I think everybody in this industry feels the same way, whether you're a lender, a title attorney, an inspector, an appraiser, a home builder, a real estate agent, whoever you are, you're feeling the wrath of this crazy market, which is exactly what we're going to talk about today. But we would love to put out an episode every single day, but unfortunately with our schedules, it doesn't allow us to. So we're sitting up in the office today it's sunday and uh we wanted to get a podcast out to you guys so yeah um, a daily podcast would be more of a frustration uh, right now yeah yeah, you know uh, it it would say our daily frustrations and although you know at times we will put out our frustrations of what's going on in the market and what's going on in the world today this first season is about buying a house so we don't want to put our personal views into this. We just want to give the facts and the yeah. information to you guys. Yeah. So, Chad, you want to tell everybody what we're talking about today? So, today we're going to talk about with Jess and I, you know, obviously we're both in the real estate world. She's a real estate agent. I'm a builder. Um, today we want to talk about the new home inventory and the lack of. And uh, what does some of the terminology mean that we use in the real estate world that people might not necessarily uh, know, you know, when they listen to other people talk? So, you know, I, I want to get first today's on market. Jessica, can you explain how many active listings that we have on the MLS for the Lafayette Parish only? Because that's what we're concerned about. 
and explain how you get this information. Yes. So we recently had once a month at my office, um, my broker, Troy Bear puts together a market watch report and we go over all the statistics on new construction resales and he breaks it down by parishes. So if you're not from Louisiana and you're listening from another state in Louisiana, instead of counties, we have parishes. And so Troy breaks up the statistics from each parish and then um, we present that because we have agents in our office that specialize in different areas. So you, I specialize in Lafayette Parish. Um, I, I don't really go outside of Lafayette Parish. I can, but, um, but I don't. We have agents that um, specialize in certain areas. So I was, I was flabbergasted when Troy went over the statistics the other day. And actually, we talked about how many houses are currently active on the market right now. And the total listings in all parishes is only 1,133 active homes. That's total in all parishes. That's multiple parishes. So in Lafayette Parish, where I work and when, where Chad builds, um, we only have 385 active listings total. Now, that's new construction, that's resale, that's existing homes, that's everything. We only have 385 houses left to sell in Lafayette Parish. So if you are a just a regular, normal person out there who's not in real estate and you're listening to this and you are really on the fence about, you know, I've thought about selling my house, but I don't know if I'm going to get the right money for it or I'm not going to get what I'm asking for it, and you're listening to this, reach out to your local real estate professional and see what they could sell your house for in this market because people are paying top dollar, over asking, multiple offer situation because people have already sold their homes and they don't have a house to move into. That's our number one issue we're dealing with yeah, right now. Yeah, we have new construction homes uh, going on right now that are contingent, and we have had uh, yeah. San Sebastian two yeah. two ten thousand dollar over asking, uh, which they will appraise yeah. uh, because of shortage and uh, material cost. But we, you know, we obviously turn those offers down. So, right. guys, when you're dealing with your builder or dealing with someone that's selling. You know, you a property. Be careful these days because you'll lose out on this contract just for misbehaving as a consumer. Because you know, builders and realtors they don't have to put up with that right now. Um, for the past couple of years, it sucked to be a builder. I'm going to yeah. say it just like that. Mm -hmm. um, it, it was terrible. You couldn't sell a house without giving closing costs. Inventory was high, um, and and so we yeah. we took a lick every time we closed on a house. Just to stay in business. And so now it's, it, it, it goes back and forth. It flips back and forth to buyers to sellers to buyers to sellers. Yeah. So right, right now, now it's a seller's market. It's a seller's. So what statistically, uh, in Lafayette Parish, Jess, is the number of listings normally? So typically, like the past few years before 2020, we would see 2,400 listings on the market at any given time. And that's a lot of inventory. Um, but to have us down at 1,100 listings just goes to show how busy real estate agents, builders, everybody have been in this during this crazy time. And that has to do with the low interest rates, has to do with the, the market right now, supply and demand. And there's a lot of factors that play into that. Uh, but I'm sure Chad can talk about that. He's been building for 23 years. He's been through all of this um, more than once. So can you provide a little insight on why the market is doing this right now? There's probably a few reasons. But I, I, I mean, you have to figure one of the biggest reasons is, you know, COVID. People are at home. People are figuring out how much it costs to um, 
remodel their home as opposed to buying a new home. And, you know, if they're going to get that money back on a remodel, which probably they're not, um, the house will grow in value, but not that much value. And when you do remodel it, you, if, if you do get your money back, it's just enough to cover those expenses and you didn't make the money you could have if you just sold it as is. Right. So when you talk about new construction, we have, there's a few reasons that can attribute to low inventory. The biggest reason is building materials. So just recently we read an article and I made a Facebook post about how our National Home Builders Association is, you know, attacking this full on as far as, you know, why are building materials at a record high? There's no reason for this. You know, um, during a hurricane in Louisiana, it's illegal to it's price e- gouge. It's to price gouge. Yeah. It's illegal. And, uh, and so with this pandemic, it's the same situation. Why does our government allow for one of the biggest markets in the United States that drives our economy Mm -hmm. to suffer from price gouging when during a hurricane you can't mark up your plywood because it's illegal. Mm -mm. There's there's always contradictories there, and and there's always uh, a lack of leadership when it really matters to our economy. They just let things happen because people are getting their, their pockets lined with money. Politicians are so crooked that they're just concerned about themselves and not about what the industry and how people pay taxes. If we're not building houses, taxes don't get paid. Right. There's no jobs. There's no income tax. So I feel like the real estate industry has kept this market alive during COVID. It's actually kept the economy booming. That is what has kept the market booming during the COVID-19 pandemic in 2020. And, And for these companies to price gouge and basically name their price on lumber material. And, and it's not just lumber, it's roofing, it's plumbing fixtures, it's subcontractors. Everybody is kind of naming their price now. Um, and, and there's no cap, you know, the well, government's not capping it. And the problem is, is that, that inflation is, is fine, but there's only so much that an, an appraiser can compensate for inflation, correct? you know, and, and so they're doing their best to keep our comps and values up yep. as the materials grow and lot prices and labor go up but at the end of the day there's only so much that they can do so with the lack of inventory builders you know some builders don't build a whole bunch of houses where they can make money on volume you know like like your bigger builders so right. when they're building you know let's say 24 to 3000 square foot home there's only so many houses that they can afford to build at one time with the interest and carrying costs and you know taking you know fifty thousand dollars out of their pocket to float that house right they just don't have it they didn't set themselves up for success so you know they can't build these houses right now so you have the track builders they're building these houses they can afford it Mm -hmm. their pockets are deep but they've also went up five to ten thousand dollars on on a two hundred ten thousand dollar house yeah That just shows you that when a national builder cannot do it, how is a local builder going to do it? Right. And so I think that it, I think we could go further down inventory because builders have not equipped themselves financially over the last couple of years. Like I said, it was very hard Mm -hmm. for builders over the last couple of years, but did they, did they use their money? wisely put it up in the bank instead of buying, you know, new camps and new trucks and new boats and new four wheelers, you know, did they put up for, Today is the rainy day that we're talking about. Yes, you have to have the inventory in this market. That is super important. Now that everything's sold, it's it. You know, you're thinking, what are we going to do now? Now there's a um, now there's a lack of inventory for lots for builders to build on. And now, if their houses are sold because of low inventory, where are they going to build their next set of houses at? So they didn't plan for the future when things were now or when they weren't good. But now that it's good, they're not ready for 
the next boom that's happening, which is right now. You know, and, and there's a lot to say about preparing. And when we say prepare, we're, we're as builders, we have to prepare a year to a year and a half. If a, if a, mm-hmm. if a typical subdivision takes a year to develop and you get in on the tail end of that subdivision, chances are the bigger builders, the better prepared builders, the more financial stable builders, they're going to have the majority of those lots. So you walk into the deal already behind. So a lot of these builders, they can't afford to secure and pay for 10 lots at a time. Mm-hmm. They, 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 like I say, I'm going to go back to the terminology. They don't set themselves up for success for the long term. So let's just say if all the builders in Lafayette started putting houses down, how many can they financially mm-hmm. afford to put down? according to their lines of credits at the banks, because the banks are going to limit their liability as well. Because look, if you can't pay the interest on this house, which right now they're going to sell, but you still have lines of credit that you cannot exceed. So how, how do we, how do we actually as builders and realtors dig ourselves out of these holes that mm-hmm. have been created by a lack of inventory? It's going to take a while. Even, even, um, your larger ABC builders, nation, mm-hmm. national builders, mm-hmm. even if they would come down and drop a bunch of houses, you know how many houses they would have to put down just to get to, to the, up. just to catch up to the statistical amount of houses that are normally on the MLS. Yeah. Cause there's always going to be houses selling and always going to be houses listed. So it's a constant up and down teeter totter of, of listings coming and going. So to, to catch back up to where the statistically the listings need to be, um, active on the market, it's going to take, I would say, years. Yeah. To be so able to d- catch didn't you just tell me that. the other day we were having a conversation about apartments mm-hmm. and how, how how many apartments yes. are at capacity because yes. people have to get into an apartment until a house is available. Yeah, we. I'm seeing a lot of that in real estate right now. Um, a lot of my clients, my sellers, we we've sell their we've sold their houses. Um, they they might have put the house on the market a little too soon and thinking that they could find another house, but there's no inventory. And so what they're having to do is moving into an apartment until they can actually find something to move into. And we're seeing a lot of that. Apartments are at full capacity right now in Lafayette. So now, guys, we need to talk about what buyers need to do and the process that they need to go through. We did hit on this in the episode of why you need a real estate agent. So, Jess, what is your what is your phone number? What is your contact information so that folks can get in touch with you or anyone at Ladder and Bloom that is looking for a house? Okay, so uh, if you're not working with a real estate agent, obviously um, – Call me. My phone number is area code 337-200-0048. And you can call me. I always, since I've been licensed nine years ago, I always say I'm a 24-7 agent. If I don't answer the phone the first couple rings, I promise I will call you back within the first couple minutes. So I'm 100% available. Answer any questions about the market, the market report, where to start, what to do. Um, I am available for that. And guys, make sure that if you do call Jess, and she asked you if you're working with a realtor, please be honest because it's an ethical deal that we have on a daily basis. Yeah. Um, you know, clients aren't always truthful with the real estate agents. They'll go and ask, they, or not, yeah. they're working with a real estate agent that has been showing them houses and, yeah. and then they'll call Jess and then get Jess to do some work. And then, you know, um, if you ask them if they're working with a real estate agent, this is the famous words. Well, we don't have to. No, 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 no. Yeah. Either you are or you haven't. Right. And, and so we want to put that clear. Yeah. Um, so what's the process right now, Jess, that you, that you think a buyer should do with their realtor, whoever they're working with, to secure maybe a, a house plan, a lot? What is that process like? Okay, so obviously we talked about the lack of inventory in this market. So what I would recommend, if you are a buyer or a future buyer that is planning on purchasing a house or buying a house in the near future, whether you're building, looking for a resale, 
get with your agent, your licensed agent in your market, and have them start setting you up on a search on MLS. If you're buying a resale, they can start sending you things that are coming through that are listed on a daily basis. If you're motivated and you're ready to write an offer now, do not wait. Do not sleep on it. Go look at the house. Have your pre-approval ready to move forward. Now, if you're looking to build a house in the next couple years and you know that obviously the markets, the inventory is low right now, I would go ahead and reach out to your local builder, your real estate agent, local builder, and find out where their future developments are going to be. So that way you can start planning ahead. Um, I know for us, we have a couple developments that are already secured for the upcoming couple years. Couple years. Um, we, we know where we're going. We know exactly once we finish up in one neighborhood, we know exactly where the next neighborhood's going to be. So probably if, for the next three years, yeah. three to four years, we've already like, we it's have all planned out three to four subdivisions already in yep. the works. Exactly. So if somebody were to call me and say, well, I'm not quite ready to build right now, but what does Chad have coming up in the future? I can tell you exactly locations, subdivisions. I can tell you what size house you can put on there. I can tell you all of the specs. I can tell you all of that. So it's just nice to be prepared. You know, um, part of success is being prepared. And so I, as a real estate agent, want to help you as a buyer, be prepared for whenever you are ready to buy a house. So that way the process goes very smoothly from beginning to end. So with that being said, with what buyers should do, Jess, um, we've had the last two episodes with Fabio. We want to mention Fabio process again with milestone mortgage. Uh, Jess, can you give us the rundown on uh, how to get in touch with Fabio? Yeah, so Fabio's phone number, once again, it's on the last two episodes, but we're going to remind you again since we're talking about uh, purchasing a home. It's um, area code 337-349-LOAN, and LOAN is 5626. So 349-5626. And you can also text Fabio, call Fabio's office. He's uh, very easy to talk to, very quick to respond, um, and very helpful um, with advice. So, guys, we, we're going to constantly mention – you know, the people that we work with, Fabio, we, you know, we deal with Anderson Boudreaux and Lafayette as our uh, closing attorney. Um, these are the guys that help us put packages together for our buyers to where they can get some closing costs, a little discount at the closing uh, attorney's office. Yes. We all work together as a team, and that's why you're going to hear us mention these. They don't give us any money for the podcast. They don't, no. they don't pay for any of my equipment. They're um, just our they're team, not, and we take, you know. Right. We like to put our team out there. Look, as a team, you're always successful with people behind you pushing yeah. you. Um, they're not they're not pulling you. You know, you yeah. guys are riding together. Yeah. Uh, and so after you contact Fabio, you know, one of the last things we want to talk about is the old term that people use, don't get ready, be ready. And I think that we've touched on a lot of different things as far as homeowners, you know, you know, being ready to buy a house, making sure that your financing is in place, making sure that you have a realtor in place, also builders, making sure that you're financially uh, secure and put yourself in a position of success. You know, right now with the times that are good and, and I'm, you know, it's a very successful time for the real estate industry right now. Guys, don't be frivolous with your funds. Make sure that you're putting this money up. You cannot build houses with stocks and bonds as builders. Some builders like to play stocks and bonds. Some people like to do Bitcoin. Some people like to put their money other places besides the bank. You need to have instant access to your money so that when you do a financial with you, they want to see what tangible assets you have. And if you had cash in the bank, you're more likely to build more houses. They don't want to see you driving a brand new F-250. They don't want to see you with a brand new camp when last year you couldn't pay your bills. And we see some of the uh, 
some of the really good builders have gone out of business in Lafayette because mismanagement of funds. It's not that they, they don't build a great house. It's that they're not business people. Mm-hmm. And the, the term of, you know, being ready, not getting ready. If you can't come back from a failure as a builder in this industry right now, there's something seriously wrong. And so we want to put it out there. You know, when, when buyers are looking to, to, secure a builder, put them in place. You need to look at how long they've been in business. What anybody can build houses without going through tough times in a financial crisis. Like we've had the pandemic, the builder that you choose, have they stood test of time and, you know, knowing that if they're building your house right now and something happens, can they finish that house? Or are you going to have to wait a couple extra months for them to close another house to finish your house? And we see that in our industry and, you know, the, the buyers don't deserve that. And I'm not just talking about me because I've been in the business for 23 years. There's a lot of fantastic builders in Lafayette that has been in the business 10 plus years. That um, success comes with experience for sure. And I, I feel like in the real estate world, um, I know for me, never, no transaction is ever the same as the last. It's not the same setup every single time. I have the same process that I do that helps me stay on my toes and, and everything runs smoothly, but there's no file that's ever the same. I think a lender can say that. I think a builder can say that. A title attorney can say everything is different. Every single file we get is different. Every single buyer we work with is different. Every single seller we work with. So just being, um, you know, setting yourself up for success, experience, um, Chad has a lot of experience, you know, not just with building houses, but like in past episodes, we've talked about him, you know, framing houses, digging trenches, doing roofing. And that's just, that's actual experience that got him to where he's at right now. And I think one of the things with that, and I was thinking about that earlier, is that some of these builders that just give up so easily in the building industry today with the market on fire, with houses going off the market, these builders didn't come up in the toughest times like I did, where I started from the very bottom. And, you know, the first episode I said, you know, I, I, I started from the ground up and literally digging trenches, the foundation. And, and, you know, that coincides with the foundation of your business. Just where you start at is where you end up at. And I think these builders, they, they don't have the appreciation for the business because they haven't paid their dues. And so when it's time to give up, oh, I'm out the market. It just didn't work out for me. Look, at one time, when I first started building houses, I think I said this in one of the first episodes, I almost went out of business. And so it's one of these things where do you, what mentality do you have? Are you a quitter or are you going to push through this? Mm-hmm. And I think that the market right now is a time of rebound for everyone. And I think if something's not working for you in your business, you have to find what does work for you and go back and revisit that and try a different paths. You know, um, you know, one thing you're doing might not work for you. You can't just get up, give up. You have to find a separate route. Maybe get, find a mentor who can help you through um, what you're not doing right because it's hard to figure that out sometimes. Well, and like you don't a, know what you're doing right. right. We've talked about the circle of knowledge yes. where, you know, you have the circle of knowledge from the very beginning. You have all this free information from your mentor. You get a little bit of success. You leave that mentor right. because of your ego. And you're relying strictly on your experience of the few years that you have. Right. And so you cut, you cut all this free information off. And, and I think that that's part, 
part of being successful is is getting rid of that ego and not moving up too fast, not getting. And don't be afraid to fail because everybody's going to fail. Yep. You know, yep. Like everybody fails in order to get to you know success. I saw a meme the other day on Facebook and it spoke volumes to me. And it was it was a picture of a little baby who was learning to walk, and it said, "Do you think that if the first several times this baby fell down, he said, oh, that's okay. I'm just going to stay down here. No, he got back up and he started walking because that's what you do in life. You know, you're, you're trained from a very young age to keep pushing forward. You know, obviously you're going to fall when you're starting to walk, but you have to get up and try again. So I thought that was great. Yeah. As humans, we were born to be winners. Yeah. That's just what, that's what's bred into us mm-hmm. is, is to be a winner. You know, you fall down, you get up, you, mm-hmm. you, you lose something, you pick it up later you, mm-hmm. in business, you fail, you start another business. Um, you, you in, in high school, you're in football, baseball, basketball, you know, we're, we're right. all conditioned to win. And I think it's just the mentality. I think when you see people that just give up it, they don't have the leadership in their life that they, they should have at the, that very time. Um, because there's a lot of successful people that have failed many, many times and come back better than before. Okay. So we've gotten the information we wanted today. Jess, what's your last words? If you had something to say to the buyers, uh, today, well, I would have something to say to the sellers today, since this is a seller's market. Um, I w- would like to say that if you are on the fence about selling your house we are in need of inventory. I I know that you're seeing it all over Facebook. All your real estate agents that you know are saying the same things. Now is the time to sell. Um, I'm not typically one to to voice my opinion on that um, publicly, but looking at the stats, 385 active listings in Lafayette Parish, we need your houses. So if you do have a real estate agent, you are thinking about selling, reach out to them, have your house ready to list. If you're wanting to get top dollar in this market, which you can reach out to them, reach out to me if you're thinking about selling and let's get your house on the market. And I will add this to the conversation. Uh, Jess has said, call your real estate agent. Guys, don't try to sell your house yourself. You're not going to get top dollar. Just because right. there's a low inventory does not mean you've all of a sudden become a great real estate agent. You will yeah. lose money at the end of the deal with no representation. Because let me tell you something, mm-hmm. a real estate agent that is representing a buyer and they're going to go to you and you're, you're listing this for sale by owner. They do. They're not going to have your best interest at heart. Right. They're going to get the best deal for their buyer. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to say that. We're seeing a lot of for sale by owners having to lower their prices. And I think that's silly because you could just keep it at your higher price and, and pay a real estate agent. It kind of doesn't make any sense. Like give, give an agent a shot with their marketing. Before you lower the price. Before you lower the and price. And hurt the comps of your neighbors. Yeah. I mean, it just, real estate agents make everybody's life easier when you're selling a house. We schedule your appointments. We make sure that people looking at your house are pre-approved. We walk you through the whole process. You literally do not have to do anything as a seller when you're using a real estate agent. So that's all I'm going to say about that. But call me if you're thinking about selling your house. My number again is area code 337-200-0048. All right. So guys, listen, we've talked about um, everything that we needed for you to sell your house, picking a builder, low inventory, the market, the inventory. Uh, last thing we want to say is, you know, we appreciate everyone's support. Thanks for all the likes, all the, the downloads. Please go subscribe to our uh, podcast. We've recently gotten our Facebook page up. We'll have some gear shortly on that. We're waiting on the designer to finish up with our uh, logo so that we can get some hats and shirts embroidered. Uh, Jess, what is the address to that on Facebook? It is facebook.com backsplash. 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 <laughs> All things real estate. Go ahead. <laughs> can you tell we build houses? Yes. Um, back 
slash street sharp. So you can also just type in Facebook on the search bar street sharp and you will see it come up. Yeah. And what we'll post on there is some inspirational stuff, little memes, little quotes, uh, any comments, likes, like our page, man, that, that, that helps us out. It gets a word out to where people and feel can free listen to, to share. It. Yeah. Feel free to share. And so again, guys, thanks for all the support. Uh, thanks for letting Jess and I give you a little information about what the market's doing right now. And guys, as always, grind every day, hustle every angle, and end up at the top.